0: suds it's time for more suds it is definitely time for more suds welcome to the suds episode where everything good in life is worth discussing i'm one of your hosts here at the table good old boy mike and joining me here is good old boy dave what's up kids and good old gal juliana
1: up the irons
0: (laughs) What a great, what a great entry. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong button there. there we go. Um, Our (laughs) Sud segments are all about beer, beer, and more beer, and idiots hitting the wrong button on the soundboard. Uh, Here's what we're going to actually discuss on our segment today will be a brewery takeover from Three Floyds. We'll talk about that more. Up first, Juliana gets the honors of going over our Suds ratings for today.
1: Woohoo. Um, We'll be tasting and discussing these beers and rating them with the suds ratings that we know and love so well. Here are those ratings now. Number one. That sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Number two. Was that a belch? Number three. ah, What a relief. Number four. A body should really not make that sound. Uh, uh, uh. And number five, listen to that hang time. Give me another.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Juliana. Today's show is a brewery takeover episode. We're talking about beers from one brewery today, and that is going to be Three Floyds from Munster, Indiana. We're going to have some uh, background on the brewery uh, to talk about today and a trivia contest on Munster itself. And you'll get to play along as you hear our theme song for our trivia for Munster. And uh, listen, if you uh, are incredibly bored and you'd like to turn this into a drinking game, all the better. Because we're, we're drinking either way, win or lose through this.
2: We've got like almost a dozen uh three floyds beers here so i think we're all winners today
0: <laughs> absolutely dave for sure well we have uh, lots of great beer to uh talk about and here's the lineup from three floyds what we're going through today uh hang on to your hat because it's a pretty long list alpha claws moss Mano Awe, war mullet back masking dreadnought gumball head pride and joy space station fink middle finger Calumet Queen and Blackheart are the beers from Three Floyds that we're going to talk about today. So uh, a really great lineup from uh, Three Floyds uh, and a very broad lineup. Uh, So this is definitely not a one-dimensional flight that we have in front of us. They make about 300 beers, um, so uh, we have a pretty good uh, representation of uh, the broad set of beers that they make. Juliana is going to get us started today with some info on the brewery from Munster.
1: Even right from the beginning in 1996... Three Sounds Floyds? like he's
0: talking a children's story. There, <laughs> <laughs> gather around, kids. Bring your beer. I'm going to tell you all One about day. Three Floyds. <laughs>
1: exactly. Let One day there tell was you a brewery story,
0: and the mama beer says, <laughs> <laughs> "One day there was a Floyd,
2: and then he met two other Floyds." No, I'm sorry, I interrupted.
1: All right, you. fine. Dang it. Three <laughs> okay. Floyds is all about all right. the ingredients. At times, they have kicked the BJCP guidelines in the butt. And also the the skibot to the curb, um, I know. Yep, that was a pretty
0: foul. Yeah, rhinide skiboot.
1: Rhinide to focus on great beer, which is what they're all about, they followed the trail of many of the American pioneers in craft beer with innovative use of the hops, producing gr- great classics such as Dreadnought and Alpha King, both of which we have here today to discuss. Woohoo! Nick Floyd is one is the one that started all after homebrewing at the tender age of eighteen. The namesake is from an early version in Hammond that involved his dad and his brother. So, now you fast forward 11 years, and now Three Floyds is producing over 300 different beers. A sore point for all, for a lot of us is the limited distribution, however. Working with three distributors is workable, but adding more creates complex Complexity Plus, it ships the beer further and sometimes, sadly, compromises the quality of the Three Floyds beer. They are moving towards a capacity of 15,000 barrels right now. So, guys, have faith. It's coming. It may be a while, but it's coming. The pub system is a six-barrel system uh, that is served well for the pub and as a pilot system. We don't have to look any further than today's lineup to see that Three Floyds continues to be both innovative and consistent with quality. And, I mean, I got to tell you, this is a very broad range of beers that we're discussing today. Definitely. Um, So the marketing theme, of course, is metal music and beer. It was an early marketing hook that Three Floyds does not want to change. And, you know, if you think about it, there's not that many that are involved with heavy metal so my props and my fingers are up in the correct way middle finger yeah (laughs) um here is one of the band's favorites pelican
0: So we're going to feature a couple other uh, Three Floyds' favorite metal bands today as well. Um, Like we mentioned earlier, today uh, we're going to actually have some fun with uh, fun facts from Munster. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's just something about, you know, that theme song that says a lot about Munster. So your first trivia question about Munster is... What is the population of Munster of the three choices? 110,000, 21,000, or 6,000? Think about it, kids. Go grab that beer. All right, Juliana, which what's going to be your answer? Uh, fifteen. Ooh, fifteen is not one of the choices. <laughs> wow! <coughs> but is it, uh, is it right? Uh, no, it's not.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, your three choices were one hundred ten thousand, twenty-one thousand, or six thousand. Oh, fine. No, you six. don't get to go again. Six, <laughs> six thousand. Drink, uh, Dave. Uh, with the process of illumination you get to choose between one hundred ten thousand or twenty-one thousand. I should win automatically because she cheated. But um, <laughs> I'm going to say
2: twenty-one thousand.
0: That's right. It's twenty-one thousand. Does that mean I get to drink? People that get to drink beer in Munster in Munster. <laughs> munster indiana so uh really uh, uh a great uh, community and we'll get to learn a little bit more about munsters we're going along and talking about three floyds as well we're going to go through uh the beers that we have in our lineup and each of us is going to talk about our top three picks our tasting notes as well as our suds rating along the way Plus, we'll have more trivia as well as some more metal music um, through today's episode. Up first is going to be Dave, who is going to talk about All his right. top three picks. I have to take a sip Yes, take a sip of something first. Do you need some interlude music? <laughs> yeah. There you go, man. I'll give you a little All bit
2: right. of bridge music good there. Get into like it. That. So, um, it was very difficult to just pick three. Um out of the eleven because I'm not Juliana and I don't f- wish to include ten of them in my top three, but um I picked three
0: and I am tough. She has tough, you know, yeah. it's counting. It's one, two, three. She
2: doesn't want to make That's any really of the, the four. She doesn't want to make any of the beers feel bad is it could what be it like is. Three A.
0: Yeah. It could be two B.
2: Well if I don't pick them all, someone's feelings will get hurt. I don't want them to grow up stunted. Okay, how, how did she um, ever get through a spelling bee? Ooh, you almost got it.
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're still a winner, honey.
2: <laughs> We're all winners. All right. All right so um, I picked three. I'm not ranking them one through three, they're all really good. So, uh, in no particular order, uh, the first one I picked was uh, Space Station Middle Finger.
0: Huh. How about that? Space Station Middle Finger. Is uh, an American Pale Ale. All these beers are from Three Floyds out of Munster, Indiana. I'm not going to say that all the afternoon. The uh, this beer has an ABV of six percent, and here is the description from Three Floyds on this American Pale Ale. With the same grim determination and American innovation that President Jack Kennedy showed when propelling us to victory in the space race, we at Three Floyds bring you the Space Station Middle Finger. Both bright and citrusy, this pale ale deserves to be an orbit. Dave, your tasting notes on this.
2: Well, the first thing I wrote was great. Um, It is a great beer. It's very drinkable. It is very what I would consider, and we talked about this earlier uh, before we started, Malt Ford uh, for an American pale. I would almost, it's it's right on the verge of uh, what I would say they could classify it as an English pale. Uh, It's very balanced. Um, there is there are citrus notes, but they're not overblown, and it's very it's very very good beer. Um, I gave it a four.
0: Wow, how about that? A body should really not make that sound. A great start, Dave, and uh, a great beer. So, what's your next uh, next pick?
2: Next one is Pride and Joy Mild Ale. Hmm.
0: So, Pride and Joy is a recent addition to the Three Fords lineup. And they decided to make a sessionable beer that they could uh, distribute very easily in six-packs as well. This is classified as an amber ale, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, The description, I'm sorry, the ABV on this is 5%, and here's uh, a little bit of description. It's their interpretation of the American Mild, a smooth, um, medium-bodied session beer with bright citrus hop aroma and a finish Dave your tasting notes on Three Floyds Pride and Joy Mild Ale.
2: Well, it, you know, again, um kind of like the last beer, it's, it's very clean. Um it's well balanced. I don't like the classification of amber. Um I do think they should have just stuck with American Mild. Um Yeah. It it does remind me of a of an English Mild Ale. Um a little bit lighter in color but in a little more hop forward, but I do think um, it fits that style, um, and I gave this one also a four.
0: I like the uh, dry finish uh, on the Pride and Joy. Yeah, yeah it was uh, it was very good, and this is uh, definitely one of those uh, beers that I I like the fact that it's almost been crafted as a session beer. Yeah, and uh, you know so you can. Um, if I had to pick uh, three Floyds to drop in a can, this would be one of my top picks, you know, to drop in a can. This is something you throw in the canoe for a canoe trip and take a couple of cases of it and yep. have a great time. Yeah, this is a really great beer.
2: Or if you're bringing a friend, maybe get a couple more cases. <laughs> maybe or if you're bringing it, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well, go you know. ahead and get a keg. <laughs> yeah.
1: The canoe keg by yeah. Dave. <laughs> hmm. <laughs>
2: Hmm. <laughs> go. Coming soon it. to a store near you. <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, what's up next in your uh, top three picks here, Dave?
2: My third and final, Juliana, is uh,
0: <laughs> Gumball Head. Wow. Uh, great, uh, great wheat beer uh, to uh, talk about here. So, uh, Gumball Head was one of the early offerings that. Uh, Uh, Three Floyds had. This is a wheat ale. Um, It is... uh, The ABV on this is 5.5%. Although, what's strange is is I wouldn't describe this as a sessionable beer. Although, I have sat down and had quite a bit of gumball head um, at one sitting. Uh, An American wheat beer brewed with red wheat and boatloads of Amarillo hops gives this summer brew a lemony finish. The slight haze on the in the bottle is from the bottle conditioning where yeast is added to the bottle for a secondary fermentation. Gumball Head is a Skin Graph Comics hero. Check out Skin Graph Comics and Records at skingraphcomics.com. So, um, a really great beer, and uh, I guess they stole somebody's logo and decided to give them credit. Um, Dave, you're tasting notes on Gumball Head here.
2: Well, you know, um, Amarillo hops are, are pretty pretty robust hop to use so you're going to get a lot of uh a lot of flavor there and i think using the red wheat is what gives this beer a little more oomph than a lot of wheat beer so and that may be why it's you know you wouldn't really call it a sessionable beer but i I do think you could almost consider it like a a lawnmower or a boat beer You know, you could definitely, it's very refreshing. It's got a good wheat finish to it. So I I definitely think you could take this out, enjoy it in the summertime. Um, And again, I gave this one a four. Uh,
0: uh, A body should really not make that sound. Well, uh, we're out of the gate with uh, Dave's top three picks. And uh, we've already talked about some really great beer. The thing, uh, the story I love about Gumball Head is just it. It is one of those beers that I feel has carried and at the same time propelled, mm-hmm. um, you know, three Floyds. It gave them a very good foundation of a great cash cow beer and their ability to um, hit a broad range of palates and really show that they can make a very high quality beer. Um, a couple of the other beers that we have here are also in the early lineup. And um, so. The thing that I like is 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 uh, and it's a very consistent theme through three Floyd's, they absolutely went after quality yeah. um right from the get go and the thing is is that i it's not like some idiot just threw in a ton of hops and said, obviously I'm creating flavor because I'm throwing the hops in and forgot about a lot of other components about making really great quality beer in addition to having great flavorful. You know, products as well and that's the one thing that i i love about the gumball head is that it feels like something that they went through like 40 or 50 iterations and then they went right nailed it you mm-hmm. know and and uh they just have not goosed around with that formula um you know and uh probably i think they've been making that beer almost 20 years now so it
2: may have been you know one of his uh homebrew homebrew
0: you know versions yeah, yeah. that may be true because I don't know a lot of people that uh, are definitely brewing with uh, red wheat. That's a that's a pretty odd. Ingredient. Not as
2: the main not as the main ingredient, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: definitely uh, definitely not the case. Well, uh, we've uh, we've had some good fun so far. We're going to take a quick segment break here, and we will be right back to cover some more trivia, as well as Juliana's top three picks and our other special children. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Sips, Suds, and Smokes. This is a Suds episode today. We are talking about beers from Three Floyds in Munster, Indiana. And we're having some fun uh, along the way talking about both uh, some metal bands that are part of their marketing theme as well as some additional trivia from Munster, Indiana. ¶¶ All right, kids, grab that beer. Here comes your next trivia question about Munster, Indiana. So, Munster is one of the 10 safest places in Indiana. What is the name of the town or city that is the safest place in Indiana? And I'll give you a moment to think about it. Grab that beer. all right boys and girls you've thought about it hard and now you get to think what is the safest place in indiana it is not to go to the state of ohio <laughs> that is not the correct answer all right so munster is one of the top 10 in fact it is number 10 of the safest places even i think it's because they have good beard that's the reason why the places that'll
2: safe. that'll calm a lot of people down i yeah.
0: agree yeah Good beer equals safe. You heard it first, right here on, C- on Sip, Suds, and Smokes. So what would you say is a town or city is uh, your choice?
2: <clears throat> well, it's pretty obvious. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: it, uh, just, it, just, it just,
1: now, Dave? Now.
0: <laughs> Drink, well, Dave.
2: <laughs> this place uh, is the birthplace of Jay Cutler. Uh, Former Vanderbilt quarterback, now Chicago Bears quarterback, Mm. and the home of Holiday World, the happiest place in the Midwest, and possibly the world, uh, Santa Claus, Indiana.
0: Santa Claus, Indiana. Hmm. A really great choice. No, that would be negative. (laughs) Uh, Kids that are trying to get unlimited drinks will knock you down, man. Okay? (laughs) Okay. So, and uh the people from Santa Claus, Indiana are really just imports from Kentucky that got lost, okay, <laughs> so all right, Juliana, what do you think is in your t- and is the safest place in Indiana? Those were very good choices, I might add, so dave will will make you drink two beers because they were so creative. thank you,
1: um. Well, let's see. I mean, it would have to be a really safe haven. And I, I'm thinking that there was a movie made about this town. Pleasantville, Indiana.
0: Pleasantville, Indiana. Hmm. A great choice.
1: No, it was.
0: <laughs> hmm.
2: <laughs> this is why Mike was not hired to host Jeopardy. I know,
0: yes. Hmm. No, you're wrong. Ha ha. Ah, sorry. You are an idiot. Uh, let's see.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> Off Swiss's <is> head. Uh, <laughs> um, just <laughs> no soup for you. Pleasantville. What are you, some kind of jerk? <laughs> uh, the correct answer is the city of Zionville. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The city of Zionville. It's a uh, it's a one red light six thousand town or six thousand people municipality where uh, basically people notice that they're lost and then move on to whatever the adjoining town is. So that is... Uh, yep. There you go. So city of Zionville, congratulations. You are the safest place in Indiana. We're so happy for you. Wow. All right. <clears throat> uh, next up is going to be Juliana talking about her top three picks and her special children. Take it away, Juliana.
1: Okay, first of all, can I just say...
0: (laughs) You are going to try to defend yourself. Oh, man, this is good. This is good. I love this.
1: No. All beers are beautiful, so shut up. I love you all. No. First of all, I was going to say, okay, aren't these labels just flipping awesome? They
2: are, but you know what? They need to pick a font that people can read. (laughs) Man of awe instead of man of war and black beard, black heart, whatever the hell it is. You know what? Choose English. All right, let's have a little plain text. It is
0: English,
1: okay, yeah, but not. You know. First of all, in looking at all of these, you know, beers on the shelf here. I just, I love the labels, okay? I mean, I guess it's the Iron Maiden in me. I don't know, but it's really cool. And I I love what they're doing with their labels. I mean, come on. The flipping Calumet is like right out of heavy metal. It's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't
0: help drop that in. So that was... uh, Layer of the Monitor is uh, another uh, uh, metal band that uh, that they really love. So, Juliana, you were talking about your picks.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, those of you that have been listening to recent episodes, you know that I can't quite pick three. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's for sure. Three is never enough. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: So, my third best. And I you have... wonder
0: why it's an hour show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But I provide comic relief. Okay. Mm. Um. For no, my number three pick, I have a three A and a three B. I will. I have to admit that. But um, of course. Right. So three A is the Blackheart English IPA.
0: Hmm. All right. Uh-huh. Let me uh, get to that page where Blackheart is. It is. <clears throat> so three Floyd's uh, Blackheart English IPA is uh, an Imperial Double IPA. And uh, it has an ABV of 9%. Here is a bit of the, some of the description around this. An English IPA brewed with British Malt Simpsons, uh, British Yeast, UK East Kent Goldings, mm. UK Admiral Hops, and American Formulation. So this is a really good uh, English IPA. Is actually a throwback to the historical L brewed when English IPAs were hopped uh, to the last... Um, voyage from england Mm -hmm. to the colonial troops um in india using english malts english hops and english yeast and aged slightly in oak for the 19th century taste amazing artwork is greatly contributed by tim leahy and jeff reiser uh, on this uh, particular uh, label juliana your tasting notes on blackheart english ipa
1: God bless, this is a beautiful beer. Um, You know, what I love about this is, okay, first of all, the East Kent Goldings beautiful 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 hop that in combination with the admiral hops and this great malt backbone and it's very malt forward for those of you that love malty beers this will not disappoint you know it's just it's got just the right amount of hops with the malt flavor and I, what a beautifully balanced beer i'm i'm totally in love with this and you know it's really cool that an american craft brewery is doing such a great English style um, beer. So, yay to Three Floyds! I love you, I love you, and I love this beer. Um, and I give it a four. four. Uh, uh,
0: <clears throat> my body should really not make that sound. What else is up in your lineup of eight or five or
2: seventy-two? <laughs> they do make three hundred beers. So you're all
1: jealous. I know it. We're okay. Be here a while. So my. <laughs> you're just jealous mm. okay so my three b is the american equivalent of this beer the three floyds
0: warm mullet Ooh, how about that so uh warm mullet is uh i had a warm mullet back in the 80s no dave that was a hair mullet oh
1: <laughs> that was before oh. the dreads yeah
0: i know now you just have Be- nothing before the. <laughs> hey, you know what? Maybe you can style the f- the little bit of hair you have in the style of a mullet. You think you can do that? Now let me tell
2: you something. Skull, <laughs> all right. Skull mullet is what's in. Okay. All right. I have a skulllet.
0: <laughs> I just thought you were aerodynamic. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. War mullet uh, is an imperial double IPA. The ABV on this is 8.1 percent, and here's a quick description from Three Floyds on this: This double IPA will make you want to grow mullet. No duh. There you go. And if you you don't already have one, go and and uh, go to war um, if you've not already. So that is their commercial description of this beer. Again, a imperial double IPA. Juliana, your tasting notes on War Mullet from Three Floyds.
1: Okay, first of all the label is so killer for those of you that love um Mullets. Tolkien. Okay. No, no, no. I mean this is like it, this is out of a Tolkien movie. It's like just absolutely awesome.
0: Yeah. Maybe you need to come up with an alternative rating system for the labels alone like the brown note from ATG. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Really the house, right. So.
1: Exactly. Okay. But besides the fact that it's got a butt kicking logo, I mean label, um <laughs> it's a really Beautifully hot forward beer You know, the complete opposite of The Blackheart, but in a really good way um, it, It's piney It's resiny, It's citrusy. Um, you know, with the hint of the malt in the backbone But just a beautifully balanced beer um, And again, like an, a great American counterpart To the Blackheart IPA And I give this one a four as well uh,
0: How about that? The body should really not make that sound What's up next in your lineup here?
1: Well, I only have one number two. What? Okay. Shocking. Shocking. Yes. And that, of course, is the black masking.
0: Mm. Mm. It's back masking. Back mask Back mask Sorry. Ah. But it is
1: black in color.
0: <laughs> yes, it is. But it is back masking from yes. Three Floyds. Mm. It is a stout.
2: It's going um, so
0: good. Yeah, I know. The uh, ABV on this is 5.9%, very approachable. And um, here is their quick de- description of this a noun, a recording technique in which a sound or a message is recorded backwards onto a track that is meant to be played forwards. (laughs) Almost out. 32 (laughs) 32 IBUs at 5.9%. Juliana, your tasting notes on back
1: masking. Okay. Sorry, Three (gasps) Floyds, I didn't mean to say black masking. Um, The label is another great one. Um... I just love this label. I mean, it's red and black and just absolutely gorgeous. Besides that, um, it is a wonderful oatmeal stout. I mean, absolutely wonderful. There's a lot of, of... of dark fruits in it but you can still taste the oatmeal and as a lover of stouts in general this is going to be one of the favorites that i've ever had um i'm truly in love with this beer and this i give a four a
0: four as well how about that a body should really not make that sound Dave was uh, the back-masking the beer he spilled all over the table there. (laughs) I would have to pick the darkest beer we have here. (laughs) This is quite a ride.
1: You know, also, I have to... Not the
0: first Three Floyds beer. Definitely not the first beer we've ever spilled.
1: Yeah, really. Um, Also, I have to say that, you know, when drinking this beer, it just reminds me of a certain beatles album with a little bit of back masking onto that yeah 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 for those of you that are Beatles (coughs) fans you totally know where i'm going anyways there's that okay my last one which i only have one number one shocking to you guys i know is the space station middle finger
0: (laughs) so we've already introduced uh, this american ipa from uh, three floyds
1: this is just lovely i mean it's in your face hops but it's so flipping good you just want to keep drinking more and more and more of it and i'm completely in love with this beer um and this i give a four as well
0: wow uh, yep. okay. well um the uh space station was uh <clears throat> one of the beers that uh, we had some doubles and triples you know some of these beers that you know, been able to enjoy over several weeks, and this was one of the this was one of the newer beers that Three Floyd's has, has introduced rather recently. And I really, uh, I really enjoyed the the Space Station as well. The um, thing, the thing I, I like the most is they just completely nailed it. You know, um, it's it's like if you, it, it's just so not them to do something like this that is so simple, but yet it's so good. You know, it's True. just the quality of, you know, the APA and the malt forwardness, you know, in, in this beer is just, I really loved it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah? It is, really and great. it's, you know, it's interesting because when you think of Three Floyds beers, you think of these, like, hoppy, in-your-face assaults of, like, alpha acids. Yeah. But this one has got, like, this beautiful little honeyness in the background, you know, from the malt. <laughs> and, you know, what I love about them is... They can go either way, and they can really make yeah. a good blended, you know, beer of malt and hops. It doesn't have to be a hop assault or a malt assault. Well, and I think it,
2: yeah, and it shows that they can make a beer. They don't ha- they they don't have to lean on hops.
0: Yeah, no, you know? they don't. I like that.
1: You know, but they but they're very true to those you know those four special ingredients, and I, I mean they make truly essential beers for the craft beer lover.
0: Well, um, I don't mind offering up. My said rating it was the same as yours. It was a four as well, you know, for uh, Space Station. It was not in my top three, but um, I did want to offer up to say. Great beer. Really fabulous. All right. Any other beers that you wanted to go through? Is that it?
1: That's it for my top few. No special but mention. What? But I do love you all. I do. <laughs> Three Floyds, I love everything that you do. Wow. Just saying. You're all
0: beautiful in your own little way. But they
1: are in a flippin', you know, (laughs) badass, mother-effin' metal kind of way.
0: Well, on that note, let's hear another (laughs) uh, metal band uh, from Three Floyds called Pig Destroyer. Dave to catch what that guy said. Uh yeah
2: <laughs> something about I, his beer. I can't repeat You're it. embarrassed, aren't you? I, I can't I can't repeat it on the radio. <laughs> okay, but right. yeah. I, I can say I think their next beer should be like a uh, like a bacon a bacon smoked bacon porter called Pig Destroyer. Okay. I think that'd be good, right? With, with a, a ge- blue
0: with a bluegrass name?
2: Maybe. <laughs> or a bacon bluegrass uh bacon blue cheese. Order. So uh, with
0: yeah. Pig Destroyer, uh, they um, uh, the name of that uh, tune was uh, Loathsome. If you didn't uh, quite get the name of that oh, yeah. uh, song, you know yeah. through that quick uh, clip there. That's my ringtone. I know. <clears throat> um, hey, mom, how are you doing? Uh, let's see. Are you loathsome? <laughs> wow. Um, so anyway, uh, <laughs> that's a different episode. All right. Yeah, that's for sure. That's a different therapy group. Uh, so the uh, the uh, uh, the thing is, is uh, they actually created a beer with uh, this band called Pig Destroyer. That was actually the name of the beer. Uh, oh. so uh, uh, if you want to uh, find how they actually pair bands with beers, um, you know they do that. They've actually taken a few beers to the craft beer uh, convention, the CBC um that uh where they've actually paired and actually bring some of the bands to the cbc you know convention as well that's pretty cool um so yeah it is so you actually get to see some of these bands uh in person this is not just some fad you know marketing concept they have they've had a real continuity uh with it you know at three floyds for quite some time so they
2: are metalheads i mean most definitely yeah
0: Well, up next is uh, good old boy Mike's uh, Top Picks. And uh, we'll probably take a break in the middle of these as well. So, uh, Top Picks for me. Uh, I'm going to start at the bottom and work my way back up. So, number three is going to be... <clears throat> it is going to be uh, the Blackheart uh, oh, English yeah. IPA. Um, so, this is the beer that we just talked about. And, uh, you know... A really, uh, the, th- the thing that I loved about the Blackheart was <clears throat> it was just a, a great representation of all things Three floors where they decided to do something and do it exceptionally well. Um, not only have they come back and had a, a, a moment of homage and the original style of an English IPA, but they've really just they're going after a a blend of ingredients that I just am not aware anyone else has done it quite this way. And that's what I really loved about this. A great hop grain combo. Um, I wrote down, this is a true East IPA. I mean, I just, if anybody had to say, you know, what is an East coast IPA? I would say, keep going, keep going across the pond, man. Because when you get to the land of those Kent Goldings, you're there and i really thought that that was the hop that was uh ford in this is the mm-hmm. king golding um i just loved it all the way around this was a fabulous beer my such rating for uh black heart ipa was uh, a ford uh, uh, a body should really not make that sound really great uh, choice and uh i this is uh today is the first day i had that beer and i will definitely go back for some more of that because yeah, it was just it's really awesome. fabulous yeah yeah so, um, uh, you know, the, the other two beers, uh, come with a little bit of a story and, uh, then we'll take a break. So, um, I've worked an awful lot in Chicago. Um, I, uh, I actually reside, um, uh, had a place down in South Loop for, uh, a little time as well and really enjoyed, you know, everything that Chicago brings, you know, uh, to the table. And with that comes a lot of three Floyd's beer. And one of the traditions that I had was had a regular poker game uh, with uh, one of the teams that I had there. And I had, a a i think, a recurring theme that I would go to Benny's right after work. Uh, Benny's is a very large retailer in the Chicago area. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like I was always standing in front of all of the Three Floyd's offerings that they had at Benny's. And you're standing, and they really carry like 40 of their beers, you know, from Three Floyd's, it seems like at any one time. It really is just quite an amazing selection. Yeah. And uh, so I really uh, got hooked on uh, Three Floyd's beer, you know, very, uh, very early on. So uh, these are beers that I have. I've enjoyed, I've come back to, I've had them on draft, I've had them in bottle, I've chased them down. So these are definitely, you know, beers that there is a period of time where they've been good friends um, within the craft beer industry itself. And so uh, when we come back, I'll talk about my uh, top two picks and why they fall in this category. So we'll take a break right now and come back and join us for the rest of the discussion on Three Floyds. Thanks for coming back. This is Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Today's Suds episode is all about beers from Three Floyds in Munster, Indiana. Yes, that is a theme song. I think every time I say Munster, Indiana, we are talking about beers from Three Floyds, a brewery. And I was talking about uh, what I really felt like are some really good perennial standards. So my number two uh, pick beer is gumball head Mm. yeah (coughs) it is uh just uh such a fabulous beer um you know this is a wheat beer and uh it has been around for quite some time uh we talked about it very briefly earlier my tasting notes on gumball head are you know gee um do they offer this in like 40 gallon vats sign (laughs) me up (laughs) so it is just uh, i think that it is practically defined what i describe as the american wheat beer um and uh it's just a fabulous session beer it's very approachable and uh it just has a wonderful citrus finish on it i mean mm-hmm. i just uh i could drink this all day long it's very easy for me to offer up and say this is a five nice say, hang time give sure. I love the fact that uh, they've actually changed. Uh, Gumball head used to be only available in the bombers. Um, and they uh, introduced a six pack line. Um, yeah. I, you know, cool. at, at uh, Three Floyds, I don't know, maybe like 10 years ago is when they finally added a six pack line. And uh, they would usually, they had a cut, you know, in between their low grav and high grav lines that they would drop all their low gravity, you know, basically in the six packs and then all the high gravity in bombers. And, for states that have some delineation between the two variants that it would help them in distributing, you know, between the two based on the packaging style. But the thing is is that um Gumball Head has kind of floated back and forth in between those packaging styles. And the thing I really love is when I have Gumball Head on tap. Oh, um, yeah. it is really, really good. Um the first I think one of the first times that I had a Gumball Head was um at the map room in Chicago. Mm. Fabulous place, really great Belgian bar. I really love, uh, 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 it's one of many great places uh, in Chicago to go. But for that particular day, um, they just happened to have, you know, Gumball Head on tap. And um, the fact that it stood up so well in a a large lineup of really great Belgian beers, um, I really enjoyed it that day. And I remember having it on tap in a lot of places in Chicago. But that particular experience definitely stuck out, you know, for me. So the only thing I would say is uh, uh, wrong is they don't sell that as a Cubs game. Wow. (laughs) It's about the only thing. I wish they would uh, sell three Floyds, Um, although it is widely available there in Wrigleyville um, around Mm. the ballpark.
1: You know, and it blows me away that it is a wheat beer.
0: I know. Because it
1: doesn't taste like the traditional wheat beers.
0: It really has a tremendous amount of... uh, Balance and yeah. uh, just it's it's uh it's you know got it's more, just all there.
2: It's got a lot more of the uh, like kind of more of a malt
0: complexity. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Just from the type of wheat they're using, I
0: think. Well, I don't know a whole lot about red wheat, but all, all I have to say is for those of you that are homebrewers that l- are listening to the show, I want to check that out. Yeah, get some. Um, uh, and uh, maybe uh, work on a gumball head clone You know, directly with that because I mm-hmm. think you would have some fun with it. Really great uh, flavor profile. As I see the two already uh <laughs> here in front of me. Next up is my top pick, and uh, it wasn't even close. Uh, there wasn't even uh, close to anything else at the top. <laughs> I didn't have any. Gee, I, I love you all, and you're all there at the top. I didn't have that problem yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Very easy for me to name. My top pick is Dreadnought. Yeah. Woo! So this is a beer we have not introduced yet, Dreadnought Imperial IPA is uh, an ABV of 9.5%, and here is their description from Three Floyds, practically my own as well. <laughs> a Hophead's dream beer. This Imperial <laughs> IPA has a opening salvo of mango, peach, and citrus hop aromas that sit atop a pronounced caramel, 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 caramel whatever that caramel, word is. Uh, a malt backbone. Although Dreadnought is a strong and intensely hoppy ale, Its complex flavors are both smooth and memorable. Um, It uh, has a target of 100 IBUs. So my tasting notes on Dreadnought are, I wrote down just one word, perfect. Yeah. You know, if anybody had to um, ask me for a reference standard of Imperial IPA, I would absolutely hand this up and say, this is what an Imperial IPA should taste like. Um, it's pleasant. It has a great hoppy bitterness. It Wonderful balance. It's just, you know, uh, every time I've had this, it's just really amazing. It was great to have it today. I felt like I was sitting down with a good old friend and going, yeah, welcome back, man. Um, I'm so I've glad you're you. back here. Yeah. Yeah, to, uh, to my taste buds because I definitely missed you. Very easy for me to say. This is a five. Nice. Listen to that time. Give me another. And that is exactly what I am going to do.
1: You know, and that's and that's interesting. And, and sorry, let me interrupt for just a second. No. But I'm just thinking about this. And, you know, we've got APAs. We've got English versions. We've got um, double IPAs. We have stouts. And... You know, it's really nice when a brewery hits the note on so many levels in so many ways. And I, yes, Three Floyds, you know, I love you. And I'm not saying this, you know, just to be cheesy, but they, I mean, you really can't go wrong by anything, essentially, that you get from them.
0: Yeah, you know, I think that was a very common uh, reaction that we all had today, you know, after we had finished even going through this flight was, wow these are all really really good yeah um and i'm glad that we got to talk about so many different beers even in our top three yeah um because it i think it just uh exemplifies the measure of quality of the beer making that uh, they're really doing at three floyds you know that sore point with their distribution is definitely something that can almost alienate you know some people because I will tell you, it even took us, what, three months to even chase down, you know, all these beers. Yeah. Sure. Um, and even we did it, you know, probably across the three-state region. Hey, yeah. if you're listening from Three Floyds, feel free to send us some beer in return, because I don't want to go and chase down anymore. It I'll just be, send, a, send a case of Dreadnought. I'm okay after that. We'd be happy to <laughs> so, do
2: another Three Floyds
0: episode. Yeah. But,
1: you know, but in... Okay, uh, that being said, you know, the fact that we did have to hunt high <coughs> and low and go out of state. It was worth a hunt. It really was. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, say what you will about what we can get distributed here in Tennessee and what we love. But going outside that and actually finding a brewery that we can get such a a varied amount of styles and, you know, and like them on so many levels. I mean, that's... I, I'm sorry, but that's pretty cool considering all that they offer. And no. you know, Who I think styles. is to blame what
2: the Monster, Indiana Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> this is a tourism. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. It's
1: that's a that's tourism that. trap. Yeah, that's okay, what it is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: come to Monster. You want three floyds? Come
0: on in. Yeah. So uh, one thing that uh, we were chatting about is uh, when we were tasting was uh, when both Julia and, uh, Juliana Joyana, and I tasted. Uh, backmasking
1: wow the stout yeah. our
0: our initial reaction was in fact i actually wrote that down was this is the on ramp for dark lord totally so, <clears throat> if you don't know anything about dark lord it is uh it's a special release beer that they have every year um it's different uh from one year to the next and it seems to be getting more complex and dark and danky and it's usually you know some type of imperial stout of some kind that's been sometimes it's barrel aged um but uh it's it's definitely a a beer that a lot of people associate you know very easily with with three floyds but i've actually had you know dark lord several years and when we tasted you know back masking today i was like that's totally the on-ramp for dark lord you can almost taste where they're figuring out the style of cocoa nibs that they're actually going to be building on, you know, to make Dark Lord itself, even before they move to some of the later stages of the ingredients that they have actually put in Dark Lord.
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, you know, talk about like a um, a foreplay, but it really it really starts giving you an idea of what Dark Lord is and when you taste this compared to when you taste a Dark Lord you can be like oh wow they've come so far and look what they started with you know it's it's a great starting point so for those of you that can't get a Dark Lord but can get this beer instead I mean please do because it is a wonderful beer and it it gives you an idea of what Dark Lord is
0: so, uh, another beer that uh, we have not talked about today and most worthy of a brief discussion is the collaboration between McKellar and Three Floyds. Again, a very recent beer uh, that is produced out of um, Three mm-hmm. Floyds. Yeah. Um, They've gone after uh, a common recipe that they make uh, between McKellar and Three Floyds. Now, sometimes when you do collaborations and you do common recipes, um, they have some variation in the ingredients you know depending on what's available it's like you have the same recipe but my butter is not the same as your butter you know sure um we all say butter but it's not always the same butter you know from one place to the next true so it usually creates some variations you know in those collaboration brews where it seems like the same recipe but you know they're a little bit different this particular uh version this is a barley wine and um Mm. really caught our attention today and and um, the thing that we really loved about this beer is uh, how good it was. Um, it just uh, the bitterness that was really p- present in this, and the measure of balance again between bitterness and sweetness was just so spot on. You yeah. know, how many barley ones have we had where we go, "Wow, uh, that's too sweet," or "That's too bitter," or "Oh my god, I need to throw that in the basement for you know, yeah, uh, too ten hot. years." Yeah. Um, and uh, this was just a, a wonderful, uh, great collaboration.
1: It really was. And, I, you know, I'm staring at the bottle now. And, again, thank you, Three Floyds, for a wonderful label. A wonderful label. <laughs> Not that it has anything to do with the price of what a barley wine is. But, yeah, again, what an interesting mix. I mean, for those of you that like, you know, sticky, sweet barley wines, this isn't it. But it's such... It's a great barley wine, but it's got that little extra oomph and, you know, that you would expect from a Keller. Um, you know, through adding that, like, kind of curveball into what a barley wine is. And what a wonderful sipping beer.
2: So, how do you say the name,
0: Marge Goop. Majgoop. Goop. I'm going to go for it. Yeah. yeah, so actually I can read uh, a little bit of the description uh, around this. So uh this is the fifth made uh the fifth beer made by brew buddies McKellar, a big and barley tasty barley wine following the same path as previous goops made available this time uh with corn taking over the throne mm. so um that is uh, a simple description that is uh on here as well so um uh just a, a really fabulous beer we didn't want it to drift by The ABV on this was actually 10.4%, which is pretty normal, I would say, for a barley But it
1: it
2: doesn't drink that big.
1: No, No, it doesn't. It does not. It doesn't.
0: It's uh, it's just so incredibly balanced. Um, And the one very consistent thing that we said about this barley wine is drink it now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is totally. one of these barley wines where uh, now don't throw it in a cellar and wait for two years and think it's going to evolve and change and get a lot better and blah blah blah. No, no, no.
1: No, this is great as it is. It get really
0: the, is. Yeah. Th- get it's, the hops now. Yeah. Um, just uh, it's it's been made to consume now, and you should uh, definitely take advantage of that. Well, uh, some. Additional uh, great uh, discussion we had on uh, all the beers um, from Three Floyds. And we don't want you to miss out on our last trivia question on <gasps> Munster, Indiana. So grab that beer, kids. All right. Your last trivia question here for Munster, Indiana. Who is the Munster resident CEO of one of the largest mutual fund rating services? Dave's going, what's a
2: mutual <laughs> fund? <laughs> I was actually saying something else. but is that where they serve beer?
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys and girls. <clears throat> oh, I'm totally going after Dave. So your first, your first guess.
2: Uh is his first name Bill? Uh Negative. <laughs> uh, is his
0: last name Bill? Uh Negative. Uh, pass. Pass. Ooh, he's not even gonna go for it. Alright, chug away there. Alright, Juliana. So uh what's gonna be your big guess there? Herman. Mm, that is a great name of someone that is not the CEO.
1: Oh come on! Perfect. All right.
0: <clears throat> so uh, this is a this is a really great story. So a uh, a resident actually he was born in Munster, uh, founded Morningstar, the rating service for mutual funds. Ended up only spending eighty thousand dollars to create Morningstar. Ended up buying. Stalworth, you know other media companies like Inc. and Fast Company. Wow! And the CEO is Joe Mansuda. Oh, yeah, but oh, they, but, yeah,
1: that right, guy. But they yeah. call him
2: Bill. See, his, <laughs> <clears throat> To his friends, he's known as Bill. All
0: right, so Wannabe. I should kind of get credit for that, Dave. You get the you you do you get the prize for the uh, most creative. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the most creative um, lie uh, yeah, story there <laughs> so I'll open up one just for you so I'll enjoy that alright <clears throat> alright yeah a great day we've enjoyed here talking about Three Floyds and uh, uh, a lot of really great beer so thank you for joining us let's wrap up our show for today thanks to all our listeners here on Sips, Suds, and Smokes you can catch all of our episodes online on iTunes, SoundCloud TuneIn, Stitcher YouTube PRX Uncle John's basement and Spreaker, our native media host. Arch radio stations are going. Wait, how many trouble? How many, how many trivia questions did I get right just there? I know, boys. You're thinking you got more than one, but drink up, <clears throat> enjoy some more Three Floyds. Listen, drop off a six pack of Dreadnought to them and tell them, hey, I'd like to hear this radio show on on this radio station. Send them a note and copy us as well. We'd love to hear from you. You can reach us online anytime at info at com. Dave has his own fan mail and you can reach him at leave the cork in at com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter Our handle is at sipsudsmokes Our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news Listen, we enjoyed you joining us today Do us a favor, take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online that's a big help to us, and we can see your feedback as well. I want to thank my co host for being here today. Good old Juliana, thank you for being here.
1: Up the irons, guys!
0: <laughs> I think you're there's metal involved with that. Yes. Dave, thanks for thanks for joining us today. Thanks for uh, thanking me. <laughs> oh, that, I don't know if that is just an epic fail all the way around. <laughs> anyway, listen, this good old boy Mike asking you to join us once again